Always glad to have a young reporter on from the College Fix. It's a great website, a great organization that goes out and finds out what's happening on college and university campuses. This time it's Heike Marema. She is somebody who's been on before. We loved having you on then, a junior at Baylor University here in Texas. Heike, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm doing great. It's a good day at Baylor University. Just got out of my classes and I'm ready to do this media. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun because there's a lot going on on campuses and people don't realize how nutty it can be on campuses. Now, Baylor is a Christian college, right? Christian University? Correct. So is there nuttiness happening at your at your university, even though it's a Christian values-based organization or not? You know, so when I chose to come to Baylor, that was definitely something I was hoping to avoid was all the nuttiness. And while Baylor overall is pretty solid in comparison to a lot of other colleges out there, it definitely has encountered some craziness here from time to time, especially in the recent years. And it's my fear that it will only continue as the years go on. I've often wondered when uh, when I have somebody on from a Christian or some sort of faith-based uh, organization, why would somebody who doesn't believe in Christianity or the tenets of the Christian faith, why would they even go to Baylor just to start trouble? Why, why go there? Is there something about Baylor that says, even though I'm Muslim or Jewish or atheist or whatever, I still want to go to this Christian university because... You know, that's a good question. And it's something I wonder myself all the time, just like, what was the reasoning for choosing a school that's based on Christian roots? I mean, sometimes I would think it was to cause trouble, disrupt um, the foundation of a Christian school because of the disruption that does happen at Christian schools nowadays with people like that coming in. Um, It's something that's very confusing to me even to this day. So that's something I'm going to have to figure out. Well, and I would like to figure it out as well because there are several opportunities for people to go to places that agree with them values-wise. And to argue about a place that doesn't agree with you or that you don't agree with, why did you choose to go there? And Baylor's not cheap. I mean, you've got to pay for it, don't you? Yeah, it's a private institution, which means it's a lot higher than your regular public schools or anything like that. So it's like you're paying extra money to go to a school that you don't really agree with the values why is that? I have no clue to this day, but hopefully we'll find the answer soon. Absolutely. Uh, thecollegefix.com <laughs> is the website. It's Heike Marema. And, uh, and Heike, I think we talked about this last time. It is an African name, right? Correct. It is an African name from Tanzania, Africa on the East Coast. So are you from there or are your parents from there? Were you born there? My parents are from there. They immigrated to the United States. And then I was born in California. Have you been? I've been four times. I'm hoping to go again this year for the fifth time. It is absolutely beautiful and culturally rich. I love it there. Uh, from what I understand, I've seen pictures. I've seen videos. It's a beautiful place. Um, it, it, when you go there, is yes. it? it's right on the beach, right? Yes, it's right on the coach. There is a little tiny island okay. next to it called Zanzibar, and it's pure beach. It's pure island. It's like anything you would see in the movies, pretty much, in my opinion. Um, it's a really, really beautiful place. I could spend years there if I could. That's very, very cool. All right, it's uh, <laughs> it's Heike Marema. Let's get into the story that you wrote for the College Fix. Um, Harvard's new anti-bullying discrimination policy is going to discipline offenders and expand the administration of these. What, what is, what's considered bullying at Harvard? Fill me in on this story. Yes, so Harvard established their first university-wide policies on bullying and discrimination. Discrimination in their policies defined as an adverse treatment of an individual while bullying is harmful interpersonal interpersonal aggression. And examples of the discipline that people would receive if they violated these policies are a warning, 
to community service to even possible expulsion or termination. And there's no clear or, or objective standard um, of what speech is allowed and what isn't with these definitions. They are too subjective and broad. And everyone feels differently and is offended by different things, which is why our standard should be based on the Constitution. Yes. It will lead to a sleep, slippery slope of people's First Amendment rights if we allow these policies to be enforced on campus. I've seen some videos from college and university campuses and somebody going out and talking to, to students passing by about the Constitution has been considered bullying or just saying things that I disagree with, which are, it's not like they're saying, I'm going to kick your ass because you're wearing glasses or I'm going <laughs> to, or I hate you because you're Italian. No, it's not even that, which is legal. You can say those things. You can't kick somebody's rear end. That'd be, that'd be breaking a law. <laughs> uh, so I understand how that could be considered bullying, but this sounds like, if I claim to be offended on the Harvard campus, the anti-bullying administration might come and get me or, or might come and get the person who, who is allegedly bullying me. Yeah, exactly. The rights of free speech is disappearing on college campuses and colleges will continue to blur the line between what is acceptable and what isn't based on speech they like or don't like. And causing it causes students to walk on eggshells and fear of being persecuted or punished by just speaking and saying what's on their mind and having the, and exercising their freedom of speech. College is supposed to be a place where you can freely exchange ideas right. um, and have civil discourse with people you don't agree with and not be afraid of being punished for that. And that's why the First Amendment has been established. And so students will learn that they can punish speech they don't like when they leave their college campus and implement it into policy and laws. They become leaders. And then we'll start seeing it in our workforce and other places in our society, diminishing our right to free speech entirely and that's not okay because those who claim they're free speech people are the ones that want to stop free speech from a guy like me um eventually the government will stop their free speech as well it's going to be too late so i think very well said it's uh, it's heike marema she is a reporter from the college fix goes to baylor university uh university of wisconsin at madison uh, had an event or is having an event where, where somebody left the um the lgbtq community if you will to go and become what somebody in the catholic church fill me in on what's going on here yeah, so a Catholic group at the University of Wisconsin-Madison hosted a speech where they had a prominent Catholic figure who was also an author speak about homosexuality and her faith and how they intersect. But she also talked about how she left homosexuality um, to pursue the faith and to pursue her spiritual journey. And so a group named Sex Out Loud, which is an LGBTQ group, called and condemned um, the speaker in the event um, as L- anti-LGBTQ. Q and as harmful and the LGBTQ community pretends to be tolerant and accepting of everyone except Christians who speak out about um, their experiences with the LGBTQ community. It's evidence that they're only accepting of speech and events and, and top and talks around this topic um, that they agree with and that they like in in similar to the first story yeah. and they want to control the narrative of the LGBT, like of what's said about the LGBTQ. I um, mean, they're interfering with people's freedom of expression and people's stories in order to do so. So this is a woman's life story. Literally as she was in that community decided I'm going to go and, and become a member of the Catholic church. And then that's where I'm going to flourish. And she just simply is telling her story. This isn't where she comes out and says, those gay people suck. They should all be right. uh, killed or something. She's walking out saying, this is who I was. This is who I am. Here's my journey. And the LGBTQ community, what, they think you can't ever leave and you can't talk about your own life. If it's not, if it's not somehow highlighting how great they are. Exactly. And students who engage in these practices 
where they refuse to um, talk to people with different perspectives and opinions, especially about the LGBTQ community, are refusing to have an open mind and grow and hear all perspectives of the story. And they refuse to mature. And instead, these LGBTQ groups are controlling the narrative and creating their thoughts for them instead of letting students freely think for themselves after hearing all sides. And I mean, we see this in our society today where two Colorado cases were taken to the Supreme Court um, with two members. A man wanted to didn't want to bake a cake um, because it went against his religious beliefs and a woman didn't design websites for same-sex couples that were getting married. And so the interference of our freedom of expression, our freedom of religion to practice our religion is constantly being attacked by groups like these who want to control the narrative and and want to force us to believe in something that um, sometimes we just don't believe in and it doesn't align with our values. What's interesting is that the gay couple could have gotten the website designed by somebody else. The gay couple could have gotten the cake made by somebody else, somebody who agrees with them or doesn't have a problem with it or whatever. But the fact is they're trying to take away the First Amendment rights by claiming that they somehow are harmed by it, and they're not because there's plenty of other opportunity to go out there and get these services or these products uh, taken care of. They wanted to go after people they knew would say no, and then they could make a federal case out of it, literally. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Let's talk about Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas is William Thomas, biological man, um, has swimming records for no reason. He's 6'4". The women that he was beating are 5'5", 5'6". Riley Gaines, who I've had on the show many, many times, um, actually tied Leah Thomas in one of these races. Um, uh, But but Thomas was given the trophy because we, for some reason, have to hold the trans person up. Um, This person can't just take the trophy and go home, though. He's still speaking out. Now, he's calling other teammates hypocrites. Yes. And so Leah Thomas or William Thomas um, officially is a former University of Pennsylvania swimmer um, who swam against biological women. And he went on a podcast to share how unfair he thinks it is for women who are who, who shared how transphobic it is for women to think that it's unfair that he's competing with other women. Um, in a women's only sports event or what's supposed to be a women's sports event. And so the whole idea of feminism is to advocate for women's rights and to protect women's spaces. And so it's absolutely not fair that a person like William Thomas can come in and as a biological male to compete with other women. It's absolutely unfair. And then he dominates them and people are still confused as to why that's unfair. Well, Heiko, because, I, I got to stop you. What's the what's the hypocrisy he's calling out? How are they hypocrites by saying women should yeah. swim against women? I'm not. I don't get it. There is no hypocrisy. In fact, it's it's fact that a biological male competing against females in women's sports is absolutely unfair because of the the average on average males are stronger males are faster than women and so that's why they have designated sporting events for each gender so that the races are as fair as they can possibly be there is no hypocrisy here in fact it's unfair for thomas to go and compete with women in these sports it's absolutely taking away women's titles women opportunities and women's spaces from actual biological women who deserve those things and i'll add a few things i mean men have a bigger heart capacity so the circulation can work differently and better bigger lung capacity thicker muscle bellies testosterone through puberty this this was a a person walking around as a man two three years ago um and was competing as a man in swimming this isn't somebody who who had some major change happen at one year 
year old, which I don't, I don't advocate for. This is somebody who had all the benefits of all those hormones and all that that growth that happens for men, uh, and then decided, oh, by the way, I'm going to grow my hair out and be a woman. So the yeah. hypocrisy is claiming to be a woman, I would think. Absolutely, and it's surprising how college institutions are allowing this in the name of virtue signaling and pandering to the woke mob, and they're allowing women to be endangered or stripped of what they deserve and earn by biological men to appease like the 1% of people in America. And, and so they're, they ought to protect women and allow women their space to compete and win in a fair race. And instead, they're not doing that and pandering and virtue signaling to whoever um, the woke mob supposedly is out there. It's all very, very strange. It's Heike Maremma. She is a reporter for The College Fix. Make sure you go check out The College Fix and every story she does as well. Uh, one more, and it's sort of in the same vein. Sorority is suing a male member uh, of the sorority. A, why is there a male member of a sorority? Where is this happening? And so sorority members of the University of Wyoming are suing their sorority Kappa Kappa Gamma for allowing a biological male to join their sorority, um, which defies the sorority's own bylaws, which it, which states that it's only women who are allowed to join the sorority and this is the exact action women all across the country in these college campuses need to take um, to push back against the absolute immorality it is to let biological men um, interfere in these women's spaces the sororities are meant to be female-only spaces where people can find camaraderie and safety with the unity of identifying as women biological women and that's not happening right now by allowing biological men to actively um, come and participate in these female exclusive only spaces. Is the suit going to be successful? Do you think? Is it still in the courts now? What's going to happen? Well, I think this. I think they'll be very successful right now. I think they're still going through the process of yeah. the case, but I'm very confident in their victory. And I think more women need to take this example to push back to protect the spaces that are rightfully theirs because these colleges aren't going to do it for them. It seems like. Well, they have to be loud. They have to be very upfront about it. Riley Gaines has gained a lot of success because she told the truth about being afraid of a six foot four man who's who is yeah. fully intact as a man, naked, changing next to the women in the women's yeah. locker room. It doesn't make any sense. That's not okay. Um, if I walked in and said I'm a man and I'm a heterosexual man and I undressed, I would be arrested. But he walks in and says I'm a woman. We're supposed right. to shut up and pretend it's not happening. Exactly. They actively defy laws and morality to, to meant to protect women yeah. and their vulnerability to allow men to enter these spaces, enter these spaces and endanger women um, and exposing them to sexual assault like what you mentioned earlier. And so it's all it's like they prioritize virtue signaling and pandering um, over the protection of literal women who need yes. it right now. And that's absolutely unfair and unjust. And I hope that um, this victorious lawsuit, I believe, will be victorious, yeah. will show these institutions exactly what they ought to be doing instead of what they're doing right now. I could not agree more. And, you know, I, I hope that uh, that we start to realize that for every race William Thomas was in, he took a spot away from an actual woman. There's a woman who didn't make the team, didn't make the national championships, didn't have that opportunity because he raced, and nobody wants to talk about taking away opportunities from women as we talk about how we all love women so much. It's all very strange. It's uh, it's Heike Marama. Heike, do you have a, a, um, a social media you want to push or no? Yeah, sure. You could follow me on Instagram at Hiker Rose, H-X-I-K-A Rose. It's all one word. And then I have a YouTube channel, Hika Rose. That's the space in between there. I hope everybody goes and checks it out from the College Fix. It's Hika Marema. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on. We'll talk again soon. 
All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Some pop culture in a moment. First, I've got to remind you about Eden Pure. They've got the BOGO deal. It's back. BOGO is back. That's buy one, get one. Eden Pure is having their famous BOGO deal. You guys get awfully mad, but they don't have BOGO available. It's available now, so take care of this, okay? When you buy one thunderstorm, get one free. No matter how many you buy, you're going to get an equal amount free. Buy two, get two free. Buy five, get five free. You know how it works. The thunderstorm is going to completely eliminate any odor, even the worst odors like pet Cigarette smoke, urine, dirty diapers, even cooking odors. Now's the time to order. Eden Pure's buy one, get one free sale is happening this week. So jump on this. Don't write me, hey, where's the BOGO? It's happening now. Over 350,000 thunderstorms have been sold and countless five-star reviews are in, so you know that it works. People are buying several for around the house, even as gifts. Put one anywhere you need it. You got that weird smell somewhere? The O3 technology goes out and finds it, kills it. Gets rid of it, and you're going to be all set. Clean, fresh air is going to be left behind. EdenPureDeals.com is the website. EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code PAGS. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is P-A-G-S. You also get free shipping. Once again, EdenPureDeals.com, and the promo code is PAGS. Make that happen right now. All right, there's a lot going on. Keep in mind, tomorrow we will have Tulsi Gabbard on the program. Make sure you, you stick around for that. Also, Michael Franzese will be back. Right now, though, let's do some pop culture. Boop! Dirty pop. So, Paul, you're saying you're not going to talk about the baseball story. I am not going to talk about that okay, very story. Good. You're more What's than welcome on, to talk about it yourself <laughs> yeah. if you like. I'll, I'll uh, do that, yeah. Uh, so, on? there had been this a lot of promotion going on, and I know you never see this, but Drew Barrymore was going to host the MTV Awards uh, okay. this year. That was going to be the first time she did it, and they're making a big old deal about it. Well, now because of the writer's strike, she's not going to host the show. And she's what, supporting the writers. That's why she's not doing it. Yeah. Or she couldn't say anything unless somebody writes it for her. I, maybe. But Could she, be that she too. had done all these commercials, you know, talking about being the host for the, the I guess it's the movie and TV awards. And now she's having to do it. There you go. All right. That's Polo. I appreciate you, brother. That is Sam. Thank you, honey. That is uh, Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Uh, tomorrow will be in for Sean Hannity as well. So six hours of the big show, if you don't mind. All right. Talk soon. This is the Joe Pegg Show.